Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. Before we dig into this short episode, um, I want to point you to a few opportunities to learn over the summer. If you caught episode 66, you might have already caught our conversation about an upcoming opportunity from the Principals Training Center entitled Culturally Responsive Counseling in the International School. This is led by Cheryl Ann Weeks and Shannon Leone. Um, just a reminder, that's coming up this July, July 11th to the 15th. If you would like to learn more about that course, you might want to explore episode 66 of this podcast or just head over to the show notes. Also, you might have caught Dr. Wade on the podcast. Dr. Wade was on for episode 39, and we have a very special announcement from just one of the organizations that Dr. Wade is associated with. Enjoy. Are you or someone you know a high school student that identifies as LGBTQ+. If so, Camp of Mathematical Queries might be the perfect summer opportunity for you. Camp of Mathematical Queries is a free virtual math enrichment program designed to tap into the rich funds of knowledge of the LGBTQ community and to provide a space in which queer and mathematical identities are affirmed as interconnected entities central to the teaching and learning of math. Throughout the camp, students will engage in mathematical problem posing and problem solving of tasks centered on the beauty and joy of LGBTQ culture and history. To learn more about this free enrichment opportunity, visit thequeermathematicsteacher.com. To learn more about that opportunity, again, head over to the show notes. The link is waiting there for you. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about Pride Month. Um, Of course, Pride Month starting very, very soon. Every single person I know who is involved in consulting and leading workshops around LGBTQ plus inclusion and equity saying the same thing to me, um, and I would say this has been my experience as well. We are getting a lot of last minute requests. Now, on one hand, I always appreciate when a school reaches out to me and they want some support, they want to get started on their journey, they want to sustain their journey. However, um, when a request like that, when I say no to a request like that, it's not necessarily because I don't want to support them. It's because like other consultants I know, we want to spend time really finding out more about where your community is at, what the specific needs of your community are, as well as how we can build on the existing work that has already happened there. So if you are in a school um, and Pride Month planning, if it didn't happen, it's of course disappointing, it's sad. For many of us, it might not necessarily be surprising. I did wanna point you to a few resources where you can still do the important learning and unlearning. Um, And what I'm talking about here is us as educators. If we are not investing in our own learning journey, if school leaders aren't doing the necessary reading or listening or connecting, it's very difficult for our students, for our broader community, to think that we are serious when we put up that rainbow flag. Celebrating Pride should be a culminating event from conversations that happen all throughout the year. So 
If you are looking for some ways to invest in your learning this month, I'd like to point you to my website, allyed.org. Again, that's A-L-L-Y-E-D.org. When you head over to the website, one of the pages there is called Sustaining the Conversation. On that page, you're going to find a collection of free resources, starting with a Pride Month calendar that's full of resources. It is full of ways that we as educators can invest in our learning all through June. It's going to have a few resources there that hopefully, again, remind us that Pride Month has to go beyond those four calendar weeks. On that page, there is also a document that I've created that asks us to think about how we reimagine our school policy as a community. Now, on that free document, you're going to be pointed to existing policy and practice, and I'll point out that some of the policy and practice, it doesn't just come from the world of education, and I think that's really important. I think it's important to think about what other businesses are are doing. Um, And it's important actually to be thinking about the ways in which other businesses might be furthering the conversation in ways our school is not. You're also going to find a resource there that talks about ensuring schools offer layers of support. It's not about doing one thing. And it's an important reminder, it shouldn't just be about celebrating Pride Month. There are lots of different ways that we can offer support all year round. Hopefully that document helps you and your school consider ways, again, that the support is always there, that it's there from multiple different directions. There is also a resource that points you to using podcasts for professional learning, professional development. I really think that now, more than ever before, we have to have asynchronous options for professional development. School leaders, you need to trust your educators. You need to be giving a lot of voice and choice. And listeners, it probably will not surprise you to hear that I love podcasts, but I really also adore podcasts for the potential they have for professional learning and growth. So there's a resource there with a menu of different episodes. Again, you can use that menu or perhaps you create your own. There is a ready-to-roll template for documentation, and there is a guide for some follow-up conversation. You'll notice that that model for a PLC or for a learning group It's really looking at taking a pause, making time and space to listen, to reflect, to think intentionally about how we want to have our conversation and putting some structures, some scaffolding in place. Um, And again, just saying, let's give each other some time. Accountability, um, I think accountability is a term that learning organizations really need to think about what do we want that definition to mean? How are we inviting multiple stakeholders into that discussion? How might we co-create a definition for it? So if your learning organization would like to embark on that process of building a definition together, there's a resource there, um, a template to help you get started. Lastly, 
I really think that Pride Month is a important opportunity for us to be thinking about our professional development libraries. How relevant are they? Do we have queer voices in our professional development libraries? Do we have queer children's literature in our professional development libraries? If you want to see this as an opportunity to update your professional development library, there's a resource there with five books. And I want to say this clearly, it is not meant to be an exhaustive list. Um, it's meant to be a starting point. So uh, again, you might want to use that menu. You might want to use a few books from that menu. You might want to invite your students to suggest texts for that menu. And there is also a template ready for you to send to request those books. I am a big believer in also trying to ensure that my local library has great texts in it. So if there is a book by a queer author that's not in my local library, I always suggest it to my librarian. Um, I'd invite you to do the same. When I am reading those books, I also try to amplify them on social media. I think that's, um, a, again, a great way to hopefully boost the presence of those books for readers. And also, thank you to the folks at EDU Spark. I do have a free course with them. The link to that is there on that page. And of course, the link to this podcast is on that page. Specifically, I have linked in a conversation that I was very fortunate to have with head of school Kathleen Nagley. It is to this date the most downloaded episode of the podcast. School leaders, if you are wondering what you can do to make sure that your school is not just safe, that your school is future ready, that your school is a place where the identity of all students, of all families, is not just accepted, but is honored. That's a great conversation for you to check out. So I hope this resource helps thinking about the ways in which we can leverage the month of pride and the ways in which we can ensure the conversation doesn't end come July. On that note, it gives me great pleasure to announce that today is actually the launch day for a brand new podcast. Um, I was super excited to listen to the very first episode over my cup of coffee this morning. It's excellent. I think it's going to be a hot podcast to watch. So I'm going to leave you here with the trailer to that podcast and perhaps yet another challenge for school leaders. If you are a podcast listener, and I am guessing if you're listening to this one that you are, can you diversify your podcast feed this June? So as a final note, I leave you here with the trailer to the freshly launched podcast entitled Rainbow Parenting. Enjoy the trailer and then be sure to subscribe to that show. Listeners, I wish you a very happy launch to Pride. School leaders, I hope that the resources on that page help you model your commitment, your accountability to all of your families. Hi, friends. Welcome to Rainbow Parenting, a brand new queer and gender affirming parenting podcast. But this show isn't just for parents. It's also for educators, caregivers, librarians, really anyone who knows, loves, and works with kids. 
I'm your host, Linz Amer. I'm the creator of Queer Kids Stuff, and I make queer and trans media for kids and families all over the internet. Most of the stuff I make is for kids, but this time I'm talking to you, the grown-ups. Queer Kids Stuff is the kind of show I wish I had when I was a confused little queer and trans kid who didn't have the language to express who I am. But this show is all about what I wish my parents and teachers and caregivers knew when they were raising me so they could have helped me along the way. Rainbow Parenting gives you the tools and strategies and know-how you need to raise kids in a queer and gender-affirming way, even if you don't know how. Me and a whole bunch of my friends and experts in the field are going to help you navigate LGBTQ and social justice topics with the kids in your lives. We're on a mission to spread queer joy and raise a new generation of supported and affirmed queer, trans, and non-binary kids and their allies. Our first episode drops on May 30th and we'll upload new episodes every Monday through early August. That's all we've got for now. Talk soon. 